Today, chaos erupts in D.C. as the Capitol goes on lockdown and the results from Georgia and what they could mean. We've got a lot coming up today. You are not going to want to miss it. And it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, joined today by my good friend and also happens to be not only the future governor of Texas, but also America's favorite cowboy, Chad Prather. <laughs> good to be with you. Host Glad to have you back. Show. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm happy to be back. It felt like 10 million years that I was at you home with felt like baby. It, it felt like that for us, too. Did it, did it. Uh, also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck Program, I, I guess I'm also happy to see you, Jason. I appreciate that. This feels like old times. This is that? awesome. I know. Uh, and you actually, you filled in a couple a couple times for me as well. So thank you. And a big thank you, by the way, to Hillary Kennedy, who yeah. She's held, all right. held down the fort there. <laughs> She's not bad. It's tough keeping you guys in line, and she did a, a great job of it. So uh, so thanks to both of you for holding down the fort yeah, while, yeah. Uh, while I was gone. But... Um, all right, let's get into the news today, shall we? Mm. Just a little bit going on today, uh, just a little bit in the headlines. Now, of course, as of the time of this taping, we will talk about what we know. Uh, what we know, though, is that D.C. is an ever-changing, very fragile situation. So uh, by the time you're watching this, could have changed just a little bit. But, uh, of course, the uh, Stop the Steal rally took place January 6th. Everyone was waiting for it. Uh, and everyone was waiting also for the big electoral certification. Uh, now, that actually didn't end up finishing taking place because of the craziness that happened outside with the rally, the protests and the riots that broke out. Now, um, I want to, if we could, let's just let's take this in order, in chronological order of how they took place and when. So, uh, of course, we had the, the rally that took place. President Trump did join. President Trump spoke. Here is a little bit of what the president had to say. Watch. We beat them four years ago. We surprised them. We took them by surprise. And this year, they rigged an election. They rigged it like they've never rigged an election before. And by the way, last night, they didn't do a bad job either, if you notice. I'm honest. And and I just, again, I want to thank you. It's uh, just a great honor to have this kind of crowd and to be before you and Hundreds of thousands of American patriots are committed to the honesty of our elections and the integrity of our glorious republic. All of us here today do not want to see our election victory stolen by emboldened radical left Democrats, which is what they're doing, and stolen by the fake news media. That's what they've done and what they're doing. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. You don't concede when there's theft involved. Uh, now, there was a large crowd there, as you could hear by the uh, the background noises. I think, though, perhaps these words were taken a little bit out of context, maybe the wrong way, because what proceeded to happen afterwards was complete madness uh, descending upon the Capitol. There are, um, I think if we could show the uh, the protesters who started, uh, w- this doesn't really actually, this appears to be somewhat calm, but this is just kind of the calm before the storm. They start breaching uh, security. Here they are 
with Capitol Police trying to fight them back, uh, macing people. They're, I mean, they're just they're trying to take over. They're trying to take over uh, in the chamber. Um, let's actually watch the uh, the Trump supporters who actually got into the Capitol. And this footage, by the way, is from uh, Blaze TV host Elijah Schaefer, who is on the ground in D.C. And I know we'll have a lot to say. I think he is good. Is he going to be on Glenn's show tonight? Yep. Okay, so he, he will be joining Glenn tonight. He will have a lot to say, I'm sure. He is always in the thick of everything. But here are the, uh, the Trump supporters uh, in the Capitol Watch. Uh, so it just absolute, complete chaos. Uh, Chad, what makes these people so different from, say, Antifa, who I'm sure that we would all be quick to condemn for their actions, uh, you know, towards police, towards members of the community, the violence? What is different here? Because I'm seeing violence and I'm like, why are we doing this? Why? I think it'll be interesting when we get to the bottom of it and we find out some things that are really going on there. Because right now we're shooting in the dark. Mm-hmm. This could be Antifa. And I have I have seen reports that there are reports, they have not been confirmed, but there are reports that uh, Antifa was going undercover, that they were going to wear yeah. Trump-related, uh, you know. Well, I mean, I, I've been to several D.C. protests uh, and rallies since the election. I've seen it. I've mm-hmm. seen them infiltrate. You mm-hmm. can usually pick out the telltale signs of the ones who are doing it. Uh, Elijah Schaefer, I've been be with him in D.C. You know, he knows who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been targeted many times by Antifa. So I'll be interested to get his perspective on it and what he saw. Uh, I, I trust his analysis of the whole thing just because he is so deeply rooted and involved in that world. Yeah. Um, it, no, I don't. You know, it's it's Look, I could take this cup and throw it on the ground. I almost did it, but I love these news and wine cups. Yeah, don't. And, By the uh, way, shop.blazemedia.com. You can get your very own. You know, if I throw this on the ground and I break it, okay, well, it's broken. Now what? What, do I, what have I done? I mean, that's, that's the thing. Mob violence and rioting, it doesn't do any good no matter who does it. Now, I understand, and I'm as passionate of an unapologetic patriot as anybody. There are people out there, the Twitter atmosphere is just robust with people who are excited to see something anything happening but what revolutions and revolutionaries they have a plan there's a plan in place it's not just mob violence our founding fathers they engaged in a revolution but they also had an idea of what overthrowing tyranny was going to look like they signed their own death warrant with the Declaration of Independence. They had a government in mind on what they wanted established once King George was removed. This is not what we're seeing with this. This is breaking glass. This is breaking the cups. This is kicking the doors in. This is clashes with police. At the end of the day, what has it accomplished? Mm. There, there's no pen to paper. There's nothing being realized here. There's no overturning of elections. There's no overthrows. There's none of, nothing of that sort. This is just a lot of bluster that's going on. So to me, I don't see any difference. It's a waste of time, and people are acting like jackasses. That, that's what they're doing. I was surprised that this happened, to be honest, because I was at the Million MAGA March. Were you there, Chad? Yeah. It was like a month ago or whatever. Yeah. And 
the, the atmosphere was just kind of like hippie cool. Yeah. Really. It was like they were driving these big rig trucks that were blasting God Bless America and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, for, for it was it was such a cool feeling because there's many places in the country you you can't walk down the street with a MAGA hat, as ridiculous as that is, yeah. without someone saying something. Everyone was in full MAGA gear and it was awesome and everyone was happy and it was totally peaceful. You did see people that showed up to fight. Straight up. You're going to have that in every, I don't care on yeah. what side, whatever protest. There were people there ready to fight. Um, they weren't Antifa. They were like, I don't know, I don't know what groups they were, but they were there whole, you know, basically standing guard if Antifa showed up. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't surprise me when you see some of these pictures and you see like the helmets and the, you know, the, the gear on. It well, doesn't surprise me. Well, let me tell you. So, you know, I've been there. I, I've seen the Proud Boys. They're easily identifiable with their yellow. And, yeah, and, and you know, yeah, I don't see any of that on the, on the video. There's none of that. Those guys, they, they have a chain of command. They operate almost like a, a mil military. militia, yeah. military militia. Uh, I've seen <clears throat> where some of them kind of gotten away from the crowd and their guys call them back, you know, come back. And I know that what you want to do is you want to put this down and say, oh, these are, this must be proud boys who are doing this. There's none. I haven't seen any footage of them in the forefront of any of this. No. I had to get up to the stage. But I do see the black backpacks mm -hmm. and I do see the black helmets, and which sometimes tends to be a sign of Antifa. Antifa yeah. I uh, I was there. I had to get up to the stage. I had to get through about 5000 people that were in a rally. And now getting through a concert crowd or whatever, if you got to go to the bathroom, people tend to get a little ticked at you because you're squeezing past. Excuse me. Pardon me coming through. When I was there and had to get up to the stage, those people were so gracious to me. They were saying, come on, we'll help you get through and all of this. I mean, they were so gracious that's how it's they're usually so cautious yeah. it's such a difference from a leftist uh, type the whole the whole goal is law and order exactly that we, we were walking down the street and there was a ton of them marching our direction a leader in the background said guys and because we were like in suits we were there yeah. for business said guys there's people on the other side get out of their way mm -hmm. like that's how under control they usually are that's why this is just so insane yeah. but i will say though that People are pissed off. I get people in my Twitter mentions, I'm sure you guys have mm -hmm. too, that are like, what else do you expect us to do? Which Nothing is, helps. Which is, by the way, why it's hard for me to say, okay, this is 100% Antifa. I don't right? think no, it is. I don't because think when you're getting is. responses like this, it's like, okay, well, I guess this re these really yeah. are people who uh, And I think we'll see that, that it's not, it, even if Antifa was involved, I don't think it is 100% yeah. no. Antifa. I think people are just that level of yeah. done with the system. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're angry. And Which they you can't blame them for being angry. No, 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 because no, we're angry. Yes. And they, but they want to be directed into doing something. Like there's some people that are like, what do you want me to do? Write my congressman? What's that going to do? Nothing. Right. What do you want me to do? Go vote? It was stolen from me. Right. Like they, they literally do not know what to do. And there's really no one on the right that's standing there saying this is how we fight back but peacefully mm -hmm. now what if in the absence of that what have they been noticing and witnessing for the past six months uh, riots Black Lives matter looting riots, Antifa, exactly riots, yep. they've been watching that and what hasn't happened no Nothing. accountability. No accountability. No consequence whatsoever. And I'm like, well, crap. It seemed to work for them. Mm -hmm. The Bubba effect is a very, very real thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. It is. So basically, if, if for people that don't know what it is, it's actually a, I don't know if it's a military term or what it, whatever. But so basically, the Bubba effect is when things don't get taken care of, when the law isn't enforced, people will step in to do it themselves. Right. Um, once they've seen all of the like, they police have been told to stand back at these riots. They've they've noticed with their own eyes nothing happens mm -hmm. when law isn't enforced. People will step in every single time, hundred yeah. percent. 
That's what they're, that's what they're seeing. They, they, they've noticed that. And I'm sorry, the left right now, clutching those pearls that, oh my gosh, look at that. You know what they would have done if this would have been a leftist uh, Antifa BLM thing? They would have showed the peaceful people out front of, of the, of the uh, place probably having a corn dog and just watching everything. <laughs> and then they wouldn't have showed the other thing. They said, oh, it's mostly peaceful. Yeah. Oh, except for the you know federal building takeover. <laughs> but they wouldn't have said that. Right. They would have said mostly peaceful. It's smoldering behind the camera shot. Right. right. As I said, <laughs> the left, you and you asked for this. They yeah. enabled this. They let this stuff go. They said there was a peaceful protest. They didn't talk about the writing. They did not condemn them. And the mainstream media is to blame as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not giving a pass for the people doing this because this is disgusting. Um, I think that the people involved should be arrested and prosecuted. And they need to know that they are going to be used by the mainstream media. There is nothing more that the mainstream media likes than to see these people replay these people over and over on television and talk about, see, we told you guys that the Trump supporters were the bad ones. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. That you're, you are falling right into their play. Legitimized Right into it. their hands. Yep. Legitimized every bad thing they said about I can't tell you how much this probably sets the conservative movement back. Yeah. I don't know how many years, but it will. What happens to the conservative movement? Well, good gosh. Is, do, I mean, is there is there one cohesive party no, at no, this no. point? I don't think there no, is. No. I mean, you think back when Obama, uh, when they, they were in this position when Obama was elected, they had every single, you know, lever of power in the government. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly how it is now. We at least had the Tea Party then. Yeah. What do we got now? Yeah. There was a Time Magazine uh, cover that had a picture of the uh, Republican elephant and the headline said endangered species. That was 2009. Mm -hmm. Then we went in and flipped the Senate in the midterm elections. Uh, We're at a place now where you're right, whether it is a patriot party or, you know, but because, again, I go back to this. It's never been about Donald Trump the man. It's been about what Trump represented and created and exposed. And now Mm. we've tasted that. We don't want to go back to the system. We don't want to go back to the establishment. We don't want to go back to the days of of where our senators on both sides are like WWE wrestlers in the ring and then they get in the limousine after the fight and go eat at the same Mm. steakhouse. We're we're passionately polarized right now while they play politics because they have nothing to lose. Right. So I think we see something begin to rise up in the form of a movement, if not a political party of some nature that comes in. This two party system is wildly fractured as it is now. Yeah. All right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So uh, if you have not heard of Home Title Theft, yeah, you're one of the lucky ones because that means it has never happened to you, which means you should pray that it doesn't ever happen to you because it will ruin you financially. So basically what happens is uh, all of our legal titles to our homes are kept online like everything else where all of these hackers can come in and uh, they, they can find your home's title. They forge your signature on a quick claim deed and it can say that you sold your house to this hacker and then they can take out loans against your home until all of your equity, your whole retirement nest egg probably is totally gone. You're not going to know it until the damage is done. And by the way, uh, there's no insurance program that protects you. Your bank, you might think, oh, well, my bank probably has a program for that that protects me. No, they don't, nor do common identity theft programs, but Home Title Lock does. And uh, in the unlikely event you become a victim of title theft while a member, Home Title Lock will spend up to a quarter million dollars in legal fees to help restore your home's title. Trust me, if this happens to you, you are going to need it. You got to go to Home Title Lock 
Facebook.com. Register your address to see if you are already a victim before it's too late. This is this is the key to this, you guys, because you're not going to know that you are a victim unless you go to Home Title Lock and register your address. You can use uh, code radio for 30 free days of protection. That is code radio, which is weird because this is not a radio program. So I'm not. I, but use code radio for HomeTitleLock.com. Back in a minute. All right, before we move on to uh, what is happening in Georgia, just to wrap up this conversation about what is taking place in D.C., I know that there, you know, we've tried to get through it in one segment. There is so much more to get into. Uh, but one person, I believe it was a female, right, yeah. uh, has been shot, at least one person, again, as of the time of this taping. Uh, and here is a, a video that someone took from actually inside of uh, Congress. Watch. So, obviously, uh, certification not taking place, which is really, I think, not a great uh, way to get your point across to make everyone else go on lockdown. Man, when Ted Cruz objects to something. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so obviously uh, Congress had to stop what they were doing and go on lockdown because everything was getting breached, security was getting breached. Um, And by the way, if you listen to the mainstream media, you may hear that Trump was inciting violence, but I I will just, just to state for the record, President Trump did tweet out when uh, everything started going down, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful, exclamation point, which I'm sure CNN will say is a dog whistle for something not peaceful. Uh, He said, I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful, no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. Something tells me that won't be enough for uh, the leftist pundits. Somehow this will become President Trump's fault. Yeah, and during the break, I saw that uh, he made the comment where he said anyone involved with these rallies and protests, go home. Quote, go home. So it still won't be enough. Right. You know. Right. Yeah, it, it will never be enough, though. It will never be enough. Um, but, you know, you guys, before we went to the break, we started talking about a what happens to this two-party system. If there is a third party, is it, is it, is this just the, it's the Trump party? Is that what happens? There's a Trump party and everyone who's... I hope we could come up with a better name, but yeah, <laughs> I think that's basically it. Well, you uh, said Patriot Party yeah, not that long ago. And I, and I just think that I, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't know. It's, it's because, because there's, there's Democrats that are sick of the Democratic Party. There are Republicans that are sick of the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are disenfranchised people who are patriotic. Look, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate you because you're on the left. Yeah. You know, that's, that's not, my issue isn't a person who disagrees. I have a lot of friends. I believe it or not, I have a lot of friends <laughs> who are Democrats. Okay. And I don't mind that's not my issue. It's the people who are being forgotten by the country they love. Yeah. And they're not being represented in this republic. And people are fed up with that. Yeah, I, oh gosh, I, I hope it's not called the Trump party. Uh, I do think that there is a, I think there's room for a third party. I think, in, I think it's it, been, I mean, it's long time coming. Long time coming. The Libertarian Party is not going to do it <laughs> nope. to my disappointment no, no. Um, but they need some kind of, it, it, the party needs some star power yeah it needs somebody with star power and it needs someone I, 
I, I would love for the Trump family to be involved somehow because they really kind of started this. Mm -hmm. But um, I hope it's someone that can really just like, kind of like a Reagan, I hate to say it's like a meme, but I, somebody that can is passionate about yeah. conservatism yeah. and then has com clearly read the book cover to cover right. and understands every single thing. Right. That can look at you know his opponent, who's a Democrat, and when he calls him either a bigot, racist, or immoral, mm -hmm. you know, for not wanting to make these government programs, can fire back and say, mm -hmm. "I will no, I, I agree with you. We do need to be compassionate, but there is another way." There, it's not just the way the Democrats, when the Democrats say we're coming together, you know, let's all come together and everything. No, no, they don't want to reconcile with you. They don't want to come together. They want the status quo of how it was before Trump. Mm -hmm. And that status quo is we're all moving with the flow of the river in the Democrats way. That Overton window's moving further and further to the left. Republicans have been doing that. Yeah. We got pissed and we were tired of it and we wanted someone to fight back. We got Donald Trump. So thank you, Trump, for teaching us that or reminding us that, yes, we can fight back. We don't have to move with them anymore. Mm. We can go our own direction. Yeah. We just need someone that's, uh, I don't know. We just need a true believer. So I, I think you need someone with the courage. To I'll do it. it. God. Yeah. Okay, then finally. <laughs> I mean, how much? I was like, is he take the hint or twisting not? Twisting of the arms. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> uh, but I mean, to your point, someone with the courage to say what needs to be said. Yeah. Right? Because I think that that's what's so frustrating for the average American who, you know, may have gone to D.C. and let all of their emotions boil over is that they've got all of these leaders that we elected you guys to go and do what we want you to do and none of you guys are standing up for all of the you know potential fraud that took place none of you guys are standing up for us and i think that it's frustrating for them i think they just they need someone to say what they're thinking and yeah. i think that that's why trump was so uh, they were so enamored by him mm -hmm. i think but we'll see how that shakes out uh, speaking of frustrated americans georgia Georgia. Did you guys did you guys pay attention to this at all last oh, night? Oh no. No, I totally ignored it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, honestly, part of me was like I'm investing this time now knowing that there's not going to be an answer tonight. Yeah. Right. I mean, we knew going into it and they warned us, of course, there's not going to be an answer. And we were certain that, oh, you know, the pipes would break in one of the in one of the uh, voting, you know, they're the counting, counting the votes. Oop, the pipes break or oop, we got to take a break. And oops, something happened and we have to shut it down for the night. And of course, that did happen in what was it? Chatham County. Uh, they decided before 11 o'clock p.m that they, had, they were just done for the night. They were just going to call it a night and uh, come back at 8 a.m. to continue counting votes. I'm sorry, but if you know what people thought of that the last time you did it, why would you do it again? You can get away, you with, away it. with it. You got right? away with it. Because what were their repercussions the yeah. last time they did it? Absolutely nothing. They yeah, got what they wanted. Take about it. So right. they are, I mean, so now they're doubling down and just mm. like, eh, you know what? We feel like stopping this and doing it tomorrow. And who cares what we do in the meantime? Yeah. And Georgia is a microcosm of the rest of the nation. I mean, it is completely divided in terms of its number of voters going blue or red. Uh, they, these were Which, by the way, is still too, too close to call as of the time of taping. Incredibly close yeah. elections. I mean, which you wouldn't think that they would be that. It's close. 
Uh, not with these, can I just, not with these particular Democrat right, candidates. These candidates. Ossoff, whatever, he's the, he's uh, yeah. Beto, he's a, a wiener. But yeah, you're right, a Warnock. purple, yeah, yeah a, a purple state that's divided is usually not that divided. Right. Yeah. It's usually somewhere kind of in the middle and they can bounce back either way. Warnock's a Marxist. Yes. He yeah. preaches Marxist from the pulpit. Yes. This, I, I can't imagine how this guy got elected. It's absolutely insane. It's scary. You know, I can't. You know what's what's crazy to me is and pisses me off, is I think the GOP. Yes, they just suck in general, but they really sucked on this. Mm-hmm. They didn't even. I don't remember them making guns an issue ever, ever. I know. And we yeah. and I, both of them want to go in the direction of doing yeah. something to the Second Amendment. Yeah. Georgians don't want that. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty. You know, across both party lines, there that Georgians like guns. Yeah. And that's pretty. You know, consistent with every other state in the South. If they would have made, just just make that an issue. That probably would have scared a few more people over to voting for uh, Loeffler or Purdue. But And again, we get, so again, this kind of takes us back to uh, the whole third party deal. I mean, again, how in their right minds does the GOP not understand that that's the messaging that they need to get out for Georgia? I don't know. The, the G- to me, there's no excuse for that. No, there's no excuse. There's no excuse for allowing this to happen. And there's no excuse for, I mean, so this... Uh, I don't know how the audience is going to be on this. They might be divided on it, but you know, both six hundred dollar checks and two thousand dollar checks are stupid. Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's a disgrace. It's a slap in the face. But when Mitch McConnell, so but it was Trump's idea yeah. for the six hundred dollar uh, for the to up it to the two thousand. It was his idea. It was Mitch McConnell that sl- uh, that stopped it. What did you think Nancy Pelosi was going to do? Right. She was going to pick it up and use it as leverage. Yeah. And they allowed them to do that. Yeah. How many people, I mean, there's a lot of like conservative conservatives that can, you know, that haven't been uh, you know, affected by coronavirus that would say, I don't need that. I don't want that. But there is a lot of people in the middle in Georgia that probably lost a job in food service or something like that. They can't pay the rent. $2,000 would have paid their rent right. that month. Right. How many of them said, okay, screw it, I'm done with this. I'll vote for the Marxist guy. Even yeah. though they didn't even like him or you know, agree with him, they're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Gosh, man. It- so, again, as of, Jason's going Jason's gonna to have like a cardiac <laughs> over here in a second. Uh, as of the time of this taping, again, uh, so Warnock is projected to win in his race, and Purdue has fallen behind Ossoff, which, of course, people were like, we really need both of them. And then they were like, okay, but if we could just get one, if we could just keep the one, that'd be great. And now um, we could have both, they're, they're both taken. Gone. So yeah, yeah. that's uh, really, really terrifying. I hate to, I don't want to be pessimistic, guys, but uh, we really need to keep a lookout to what the Democrats are going to try to jam through while they control all chambers. Uh, so we've got more to come first. We want to thank our sponsor, Built Bar. Now, I was actually thrilled when I saw that Built Bar is now a sponsor of this show because I can't tell you how much money I've spent on the Built Bar website in the last couple months. Um, they just keep coming out with more delicious bars, and I keep buying them. And le- like, legitimately, no joke, my husband is now like, Sarah, <clears throat> there's another Built Bar uh, box at the front door. Do you have something to tell me? And I'm like, 
Okay, well, they were running a really good special, and they came out with this new flavor, and I can't help it. She always comes uh, out of her dressing with chocolate all over her face. I'm like, so good. <laughs> I'm addicted. Uh, Built Bar is, it's a protein bar, okay, but it's healthier than your favorite protein bar, which probably tastes like chalk, but you want to pretend to like it. Built Bar, you don't have to pretend to like, because it actually is really good. It's low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. You guys know me. I do the keto diet. It's great for a keto diet. You can lose weight or you can maintain weight, and it tastes like you're eating dessert. It really does. Um, I just went out and like bought up their white chocolate cookies and cream. Uh, I have the caramel brownie at home, which is great. There are like 18 different flavors. They've got peanut butter. They've got mint brownie. They've got uh, they have got everything you could possibly think of, and they're all covered in 100% chocolate. So, which is great in my house because my husband hates chocolate. So I know all the built bars go to me. I get to eat all of them. Try it, really, if you've got a New Year's resolution that you are trying to keep. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. It is delicious. You can go to builtbar.com, use promo code NEWS20. You will get 20% off of your order. That is NEWS20 for 20% off. You got to go there, builtbar.com, get the caramel brownie, get the cookies and cream. You're welcome, builtbar.com. Jason, you just said uh, during the break that it looked like Fox News was calling the race for Ossoff as well. Yeah, Fox, CNN also did. So, yeah, it's done. We knew it anyway. We... So here, so here's the question I think that a lot of people are are wanting to know, or probably what's running through their heads is. What happens, right? Because the leftists now are already calling for very radical legislation now that they see what they can do. They're calling to pack the courts. They're calling to end the filibuster. Uh, They are calling for all of the things that they threatened this entire time, which is why I think it's so frustrating for the average American to go, how did this happen? Did you guys not hear what these people have been threatening to do if they got in power? And now you're just going to put them in power. What do we do? Yeah, uh, if I will say, the things you just listed off that they might do, that's very well documented. In fact, Harry Reid has gotten together with a couple other groups and a few active senators at the moment, and they established what they called the war room. And they had a list of things that they wanted to do. At the very top was get rid of the filibuster. At Mm -hmm. the very top. Mm -hmm. Um, After that, 60-vote majority rule, gone. Um, Just those two things right there, you can push through pretty much whatever you want. Um, but Washington, D.C. statehood, um, Puerto Rico statehood, Yep. that right there will ensure they never lose the Senate Guam. again. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the, yeah, the, they've got a very specific plan. Uh, Jayapal said uh, transformative chains, recurring survival checks, union jobs that pay a living wage, guaranteed health care, racial justice, voting rights, immigration reform, climate action, reproductive justice, education, and much more. It can't wait. Oh, man, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. Ready. <laughs> yeah, no, that's going to be uh, a whole host of crazy. Uh, and you think the, the people are demonstrating a certain level of pissed off in Washington, D.C. today. Wait till these things start to happen. These these gun buybacks and, mm-hmm. and these demands and reforms and the infringements that are going to come. And Are you saying when, that the average American who has been affected <coughs> by all of these shutdowns doesn't care about racial justice or climate change? Well, you know, you're saying, Chad, well, right they, they better care because not only is speech going to become a crime, thought is going to become a crime as well. I mean, that's where we're going. I mean, Nancy Pelosi already wants 
wants, you know, seamen to be called seafarers and, and no, no reference to uncle or aunt or mom or dad or any gender references or anything like that. Just so just it, it's going to go all the way from your physical goods to the thoughts that you have in your brain. You guys have unleashed a nightmare on this country and it's been a great run been a great run glenn beck was finally right the end has come oh, no you know you know what i would love to see i would love to see someone like a joe manchin get together with some deal Emerge with mitch mcconnell and, and yeah and flip sides yeah he could do it he he, he was just reelected, so he's safe he'll be there for a while he's about as flaky as God, as joe manchin is our only hope is that where we're at now but, but he already nominated me to run the party so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got a lot of crazy ideas <laughs> but i but seriously though i mean he's he's in west virginia he, the, the people in West Virginians, they're not going to want to get rid of guns. They're not going to want to, like, what happens at the next, you know, mass shooting or whatever? They use that to get rid of the filibuster so that they can screw with the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. I could totally see that happening, but I could totally see Joe Manchin, fearful of his job, not willing to give in to that. Right, right. So who, how many of those Democrats that are actually in the middle? It's so hard to tell uh, these days. Yeah. But... I mean, they really are probably the most important thing for us right now. Yeah. They're the ones that can stop getting rid of the filibuster or the 60 vote uh, majority rule, stuff like that. Yeah. If those two things go, you probably won't recognize this country in a couple of years. Well, good news all around today. Uh, Joe Biden uh, <laughs> also announced that he is nominating Merrick Garland as attorney general. Uh, for his administration. Chad, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like it could have been way worse. Could have been way worse, but it just it's going to be Obama 2.0. I mean, this entire administration, he's just getting the gang back together. That's all it is. Uh, it could have been way worse, but, you know, I, it, it doesn't matter. They're all puppets on the string at this point, and the powers that be are running them. I, uh, yeah, when I first saw this, I was like... Huh? You know, like uh, it's, I know, it kind of threw me for a loop too. I, I yeah, I've, it's going to be really interesting because there there is a current case in the Justice Department against his son. So I, against oh, against Joe Biden's son. Yeah, against Hunter <laughs> like Biden. What did Merrick Garland's son do? <laughs> so, okay. so Garland's going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Um, I kind of saw it as a, almost like a slap in the face to Republicans. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like right, right. oh really? We wanted this guy on the Supreme Court. You tried not to. You know, you did this to us. Fine. I'm putting it in my cabinet type right. thing. Right. I think we're going to see a lot of that pettiness, actually, the undoing of everything Trump did, mm -hmm. you know, uh, pretty much everything. Uh, I don't know what happens to Middle East stuff, you know, all those peace plans. I'm sure they'd be happy to torpedo it if it meant getting rid of uh, Donald Trump's legacy. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a ton of these things. And I just kind of saw this as sure he seems like a safer pick. Maybe, you know, part of his let's get back to the middle, you know, type thing, which is such bull crap. But um, I think it's pettiness. I, I really do. I at least had a big deal with it. Mm -hmm. So, Chad, is there anyone who will be running the country who is not just a puppet on strings? Because I, I, I tend to think that Joe, both Joe Biden and Kamala are just wherever the wind takes them, whatever is politically advantageous, they will say. I don't really find them to have really, like, strong ideals or morals that they want to stand on or convictions it's just whatever yeah and anybody who says beneficial. any different just press them and say what what are those strong convictions right. nobody can list those off right. uh one would say barack obama but he's a puppet on a string as well there's just powers that be they're out there and i know people want to say soros and all that. it's not just george soros it's 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 just those those people behind the curtain 
whom we do not name. It's they're out there. I'm telling you, you can't corrupt a society to this level without having those people in existence. And they're there. Somebody had to take a junior senator who was a community organizer and turn him into the president of the United States. Barack Obama didn't do anything. on You didn't build that. <laughs> he didn't build that. Somebody else built that, you know, whether it's a David Geffen or somebody of that nature. But, you know, Georgia is an example. Tens of millions of dollars poured in there from where? From California. If I had my way, if you're going to run in a state, you should only be able to receive money from that state, mm. not from California, not from New York, not from any of those places. That's where it is. But Georgia... They poured $200 million into that race. Yeah. I think, I, I, Last word. I, I don't know if uh, Joe Biden, I, I, he, I definitely think Joe Biden is a puppet on the strings. Mm. Yeah. Kamala, we, we pretty much already know that's, that's their ace in the hole. That's their plan mm. right. going forward. But Bernie Sanders said uh, when all of them dropped out and let Joe Biden get the nomination, that Joe Biden, that there was an agreement struck. He actually said this on TV. An agreement was struck, and he believed that Joe Biden, would, if, if elected, would be the most progressive president since FDR. Joe Biden. That <laughs> yeah. means there was some wheel and dealing right, going on. Right. So we should really take take note, you know, once this or as this starts going forward, because it could be scary. Yeah. All right. We've got more to come. Back in a minute. Representative Emanuel Cleaver has blamed, quote, orchestrated outrage for the backlash he has faced since he concluded his opening prayer uh, in Congress on Sunday that sounded a little bit like this. We ask it in the name of the monotheistic God, Brahma, and God known by many names, by many different faiths, a man and a woman. Can't. I can't. So uh, this big dummy, this is what he said. This was his defense of ending the prayer like he did. Watch. I say that, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, uh, a society now that uh, participates in orchestrated outrage. 99.999% uh, of the people who are expressing outrage didn't hear the prayer. The prayer wasn't, wasn't, uh, uh, for them, you talk, I'm talking to God on behalf of Congress, asking for unity and so forth, asking God to give us that strength to do that. Uh, then I ended the prayer by saying, Amen. We have a record number of women in Congress, including the first chaplain in 240 years uh, of, uh, of the United States history. The, a woman uh, was, after the prayer ended, trying to recognize uh, the, the record number of women now in Congress, right. and a female chaplain. So I said, a woman, and, and felt good. <laughs> How are you going to double down on that? How are you going to go through life with a name, Emmanuel? Emmanuel. Oh. I mean, the irony that's been lost. I would call him Emmanuel for the rest of my days if I knew the man personally. He's Emmanuel. Cleaver to me. I mean, these people are. I mean, I mean, you know, there is a woman in. That's the dumbest thing <laughs> I have heard. 
Like, I, I laughed for hours over this thing. That is so stupid. I mean, that is ignorance on a level of, I, you know, I made a joke to Hillary on Monday. I said, he took the Hebrew to the Shebrew that quick. <laughs> I mean, it was terrible. And then you try to, you try to explain that. There's no possible way. Him trying to explain it sounded like he actually believes he that believed it. amen is amen. Yeah. Right. Well, that's <laughs> why I was like, that. bro, have you, not, have you not been taught by this point that you were wrong. He's like, well, no, of course I. I mean, there are women there. I had to add them into it. He still yeah. doesn't know. Well, it's 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 common within that side of the aisle. Like yeah. they really don't have to explain what they do. They don't have to apologize for it. They don't say, hey, I was wrong. Well, right? also That's, politics is their religion. Religion is not their religion, so they don't yep. know anything about it. Yep. They don't know it's the true. first thing about it. Uh, all right, and then very quickly talking about Congress. You know, Democrats. I, did you guys talk about this on Monday that they're using? They're oh, you've referenced it. They're not using yeah. gendered language anymore. Yeah. You can't say mother, father, anything like that, uh, unless you are a member of Congress. And in your Twitter bio, you still have stuff like um, mom <laughs> and grandma. So here's uh, Katie Porter. But Nancy Pelosi, more importantly, do we have Nancy Pelosi? She, I know she has. Yeah, there she is. Mother and grandmother, she <laughs> describes herself as. So I'm waiting on the ethics committee to, uh, to chastise her for that. And uh, Representative Josh Harder, he is Pam's husband and also foster dog dad, both of which you are not allowed to say anymore. You're, you have to be a parent and he you have to be a spouse. He also said he was a track guy. Oh, whoa, yeah, so whoa. Dumb. So uh, we will be referring all of these people to uh, the Ethics Committee for ethics violations. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that in 2021. And we joke about this a lot here on the show, but I do think it's important to mention, like, again, I, I just said this, these, these people, are, they're running our country. Hmm. They're they're actually in in charge of things, and they're you're smoking hot today. You know that. <laughs> how about that for a little misogyny? How about that oh little, little misogyny. That's how we HR? keep it real. A little toxic masculinity. Yes. Because I'm a man. You will. You are. <laughs> Jason, top that. Top what he just said. That Tell is, her something nice. Say something inappropriate. <laughs> no, wait. Can I just really quickly? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out, Jason. Jason, now every time he greets me, has to insult me by saying something about my weight ever since I got pregnant. Every time, I mean, it was like a week after I told everyone I wasn't even showing, he was like, whoa, you're, what are you, nine months now? Look how red he's turning. Well, that's why, that's why it's so funny, because she never looked pregnant. Really. A woman, it's like, a on. woman. Ever since. Uh, no, but I mean, everything's falling apart. It's 2021. People are storming storming the Capitol. People are uh, not allowed to call themselves I men, call it, women. I, I call it 2020 season two. I didn't, Straight I didn't up. ask for it. We didn't, I didn't renew this season though. Yeah, I didn't me. want another season it's of coming back lit. I did, but we didn't ask for this, Chad. <sighs> Does no. it get better? Are we, are no, we really no. done? You joked, you joked. Was it a joke when you said this is, this is the end of America? That's been a great run. It's been a great run. No, you, you I mean, there are certain things we, if you want to be in this fight, don't storm the Capitol. Let's come up with a way to create revolutions. One of those things is, and I'm not saying take to the field of battle. I'm saying we do things like we hammer, hammer, hammer the concept that we have an election day. Yeah. And we don't do mail-in ballots. Yeah. We don't yeah. do yeah. this. We, you start overturning these the fraudulent systems that are there. Donald Trump got us started on that. Now they want to erase all of that. They want to. 
they, you know, the cadaver was been, has been exposed. Joe Biden's administration is going to do everything he can to try to put the dirt back on top. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. Back in a minute. You know what sucks is my first thought is to say, let's just, we need to get really loud. Before we go, joined by my older kiddo, he wanted to come say hello. I wanted to for you to tell everyone how you're enjoying being a big brother. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> they told him to talk into you. Don't have to talk into to the mic that much, but that's good. Uh, what's your favorite part of being a big brother? How much your brother cries? Uh, no, that's not my least favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> what's the best part of being a big brother? Uh, he he makes poop jokes all the time. I think that's what he would say. <laughs> poop jokes all the time. Uh, but he's hanging out with me today. We're having lots of family time, uh, getting adjusted, and we're homeschooling now as well because we practice what we preach here at Blaze TV. So uh, part of my clan wanted to say hi. Um, all right, so who will win in the Georgia runoff election tonight was the question from yesterday. And you guys were, you were, y'all were wrong. You were wrong. You said 61% of you said both the Republicans, which was not, that's not happening. That's not happening. And there's not, nothing to see here. I don't want to just go cry and drink a whole bottle of wine to myself. Think about the state of our nation. Uh, today's poll, who is the future of the right? A Trump, Ted Cruz, Nikki Haley, or someone else? Goes to our conversation. What do you think, Chad? Uh, someone else. Someone else. All right, Jason. I want to say Nikki, but I'll probably say someone else. But I think Nikki would be good, too. Yeah, I agree. So what you're saying is Chad Prather. That Chad Prather! Well, <laughs> I'm quite humble. I don't know if I've someone told you lately. Else. I'm quite humble. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.